It's the sixth Sunday in Ordinary Time here at Good Shepherd Catholic Church in State College, Pennsylvania. The date is February 17th, 2019. Today's readings come from Jeremiah, chapter 17, verses 5 through 8, as well as 1 Corinthians, chapter 15, verse 12 and 16 through 20. The Gospel proclamation comes from Luke, chapter 6, verse 17 and 20 through 26. Today's homily is given by Deacon Jack Orlandi. The prophet Jeremiah contrasts the wisdom of trusting in God with the foolishness of turning away from God and trusting in human values. A reading from the book of the prophet Jeremiah. Thus says the Lord, Cursed is the one who trusts in mere mortals and makes mere flesh their strength, whose heart turns away from the Lord. That person shall be like a shrub in the desert and shall not see relief and shall not see when relief comes, but shall live in the parched lands of the wilderness in an uninhabited salt land. Blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose trust is the Lord. That person shall be like a tree planted by water, Sending out its roots by the stream, it shall not fear when heat comes, and its leaves shall stay green. In the year of drought, it is not anxious, and it does not cease to bear fruit. The word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God. In today's passage, from his first letter to the Corinthians, St. Paul reminds us that Christ has been raised from the dead, and because of that, we have hope for eternal life. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. If Christ is proclaimed as raised from the dead, how can some of you say there is no resurrection of the dead? For if the dead are not raised then Christ has not been raised. If Christ has not been raised, your faith is futile and you are still in your sins. Those who also have died in Christ have perished. If for his life only we have hoped in Christ, we are of all people most to be pitied. But in fact, Christ has been raised from the dead the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory Glory to you, Lord. Jesus came down with the twelve and stood on a stretch of level ground with a great crowd of his disciples and a large number of the people from all Judea and Jerusalem and the coastal region of Tyre and Sidon. And raising his eyes toward his disciples, he said, Blessed are you who are poor, for the kingdom of God is yours. Blessed are you who are now hungry, for you will be satisfied. Blessed are you who are now weeping, for you will laugh. Blessed are you when people hate you, And when they exclude you and insult you 
and denounce your name as evil on account of the Son of Man. Rejoice and leap for joy on that day. Behold, your reward will be great in heaven, for the ancestors treated the prophets in the same way. But woe to you who are rich, for you have received your consolation. Woe to you who are filled now, for you will be hungry. Woe to you who laugh now, for you will grieve and weep. Woe to you who, when all speak well of you, for their ancestors treated the false prophets in this way. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Well, good morning. Good morning, Jack. The last time I was up here preaching, most of you weren't here. because we had that wicked snowstorm weekend. And when I saw the forecast for this weekend, I thought the same thing was going to happen. (laughs) I understand the winter advisory is for later this afternoon evening, so thank you, Lord. Jesus came down with the twelve and stood on a stretch of level ground with a great crowd of his disciples, and he taught them, saying, Blessed are you who are poor. Blessed are you who are now hungry. Blessed are you who are now weeping. Blessed are you when people hate you. But woe to you who are rich. Woe to you who are filled now. Woe to you who laugh now. Woe to you when all speak well of you. And Simon Peter said, Do we have to write this down, Jesus? (laughs) And Philip said, Is that going to be on the test? And John said, Jesus, would you repeat that slower? And Andrew said, John the Baptist's disciples don't have to learn this stuff. (laughs) And Matthew said, huh? And Judas said, what's this got to do with real life? And then one of the Pharisees, an expert in the law, said, I don't see any of this in your syllabus. Do you have a lesson plan? Where's the student guide? Will there be a follow-up assignment? And Thomas, who had missed a sermon, came to Jesus and privately said, Did we do anything important today? <laughs> and Jesus wept. Hmm. In today's gospel, Jesus is teaching us what he values. He draws an incredibly strong contrast between the values of his kingdom and the values of this world. He says, here are the things I don't value in my kingdom, power, comfort, success, recognition. And here are the things I do value, weakness, sacrifice, grief, exclusion. Now, who wants to join my kingdom? The question we have before us today is, How does my value system compare to Jesus' value system? Jesus is not asking us to seek weakness, sacrifice, grief, or exclusion, but he is saying that with them we should realize our reliance on him. And at the same time, we should not be afraid of having power, comfort, success, or fame, but we should see that often they are very empty. They are of this world. Hmm. 
They make huge promises to us, but don't deliver. So we should strive to live a life of freedom from them because of their false worldly hopes. A parallel story is found in Matthew's Gospel about a young man who came to Jesus and asked him, What else must I do to follow you? And Jesus replied to him, Go, sell all of your possessions and give them to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come follow me. We know what happens next in that story, don't we? The young man who was rich could not part with his possessions as he chose this earthly life over the heavenly treasures. For all of us, there's probably a big gap between the life we live to aspire to live following Jesus and the life we actually live. The temptation is strong to avoid facing that gap by giving ourselves over to these worldly possessions and distractions. Or sometimes putting on a mask and pretending our life is better than it really is or could be. I know that I struggle with that in my life. Who would have ever thought that the poor would be blessed, that the hungry would be blessed, and those who would be weeping would be blessed? The world today says happiness includes lots of money, a big house, fame, and a whole host of other things. There is a big deception in the world today. We are being tricked into thinking that possessing and having will bring us all happiness. But in today's gospel, Jesus did not say that poverty or hunger or sadness or hatred is a blessing. He is saying that people are blessed when they are poor, when they are hungry, when they are weeping, or when they are hated. Because these conditions lead us to depend and rely on God. And when we rely on God, then we are who we are meant to be, humans with a relationship in God, our Creator. So the poverty, the hunger, weeping, and hatred, or whatever else our cross may be, it can be an instrument to draw us closer to God. He wants a relationship with us, whether we are poor or rich. Perhaps most of all, Jesus is telling us we don't always know, we don't always know God's blessings. We might look at a rich person or a famous person, a person to us who seems to have everything they want, and we may think, aren't they blessed? Why doesn't God bless me like that? Why don't I have what that person has? But Jesus says all these earthly things that we want, they don't last very long, and they really aren't worth very much. The true blessing is knowing the love of God in all of life's situations, good and bad. The true blessing is feeling God's love flow through us so that we can love other people whether they deserve it or not. The true blessing is being able to be like God, to reach out to the poor, the hurting, the hungry people of this world. The true blessings, Jesus tells us, are not like anything we thought they would be. It goes far beyond 
merely keeping the commandments, trying to gain eternal life? It has undergone a profound change in all of our attitudes and our value system. To really come to know Jesus, to hear his message, to imitate his way of life, and to follow him. And that will require profound conversion or a paradigm shift on our way of life. We must all come to the point where we acknowledge that we have spiritual poverty and our complete dependence on God if we want to be truly happy. And once we have that sense that we need God and that our very being depends upon Him, then His constant, infinite, and unconditional love will be part of our life, and our life will change. The question is that we have before us today is, how do my value system compare with Jesus' value system? When we truly understand Jesus' value system, then we will truly understand what he means in today's gospel. Blessed are you who are poor, for the kingdom of God is yours. Thanks for listening to this week's service. For more information about our church, including upcoming events, please visit us online at goodshepherd-sc.org.